You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Good evening, this is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we're here for As the Stomach Churns, the next weekly episode of The Dire Consequences of Hanging Around the Truck Industry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, this is is the Rolling Toe Show, for those of you who weren't quite sure. We weren't here last week. No, we took a week off. We decided to take a three-day weekend, too. And we're now going to continue with episode 15. We've actually done 15 of these. I don't know. Yeah, we have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a bunch of the uh, recordings have not been released yet because there was some post-production problems. But I just got an email today saying that they're going to start being released tomorrow. So keep an eye on the Facebook pages. You can see which ones are released. Check your iPod podcast app on your phone or wherever the heck you get them from. And uh, listen in. Let us know what you think. The subject for tonight is bent or distorted wheels and improperly mounted spoke rims. Now, according to the Technology and Maintenance Council of the American Trucking Association, lateral and radial runout on steer tires should be less than three thirty seconds of an inch, and on driver trailer tires should be one-eighth of an inch or less. Now, since steel wheels are allowed one-sixteenth of an inch runout in their manufacturing tolerances, and aluminums are allowed half of that, or one thirty-second of an inch. If we combine those amounts with a one thirty-second tolerance in the unimount hub system, then any variation in the tire mount, there's no room for a bent or mismounted spoke rim, or you're going to have a tire wear problem. Dish wheels and spoke rims can be damaged from impact, improper tightening of the lug nuts or clips, and from heat. Once bent, they cannot be straightened. You cannot bend metal and then straighten it out and have it as strong as it was in the first place. I'm sure we've all seen wheels and rims damaged by impact and warped by improper wheel nut or clip torque. Heat damage may not be as common, but it is a factor nonetheless. Heat first expands the size of the wheel on the unsupported flange and then collapses to the point of catastrophic failure. When the rim is in the Intermediate stage of the heat process, the larger diameter of the rim causes one shoulder tire wear on the tire, and it's usually on the undamaged side of the wheel of the rim. This is because the undamaged edge of the rim is a larger, because the damaged edge is a larger diameter than the undamaged part, and it causes drag on the smaller side. One test of this is to stand a wheel up vertically on the floor as though it had a tire on it. Place a four-foot straight edge on the rim across the inner and outer flanges of the rim, and then measure from the straight edge to the ground. If the dimensions are different, the rim is swollen and must be discarded. Another test I've seen is to roll the wheel and see if it travels straight. If not, it could be swollen. Now, one test for that is if your floor is not level and you roll it, it's going to kind of go downhill. So if you have the supported part of the dish part to the right the first time and you roll it away from you and it rolls to the right 
whatever, if it follows the trend. Yeah. Then if you turn the rim around and start at exactly the same spot and push it in the same direction and it rolls the other direction, then it wasn't the floor that caused the roll. Okay. I think I saw that on Jurassic Park with the water. And the- yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could chaos theory it could actually go in. Well, it could be a dinosaur, too. Yeah. It, could, it might have dinosaur tracks yeah. instead of tires. Remember that the tire depends on a proper mount to produce the best results, and any distortions to the rim will cause you some tire problems. In fact, I was just, there might guy listen tonight that had, that showed me some pictures this week of a tire that was wearing on the outside edge of the right front tire. It, it's a progressive wear across the tire. It doesn't have any feathering. The truck doesn't seem to pull one way or the other. And I'm just reading this thing here and th- wondering, I wonder if we've got a damaged rim. Very well, good. It, it's something to check. Something to test. Yep. Okay, very good. Well, we had a good time reading that. So much for all the organized part of this program. <laughs> that lasted, by the way, not quite five minutes. All right, so now we're into chaos. Chaos, yes. And chaos Colors. theory. Anybody who wants to talk to us? Yeah. If you want to talk to us, if you have a comment or question, Push one on your phone dial. That will put you up in the queue so we'll know you have a question. If you push it twice, you're going to race yourself, so don't do that. Uh, We'll be glad to answer your questions, and we will continue with our ongoing saga of where the heck are they calling from, trying to guess where your phone area code is. We can't help it. We just keep wondering. And we're really bad at it, too. Uh, (laughs) All right. Who's our first victim? Victim. Yes. Uh, That's somebody in the 443 area. Four, four, three, four, four. Th- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a wild one out here and say Wisconsin, Texas, because it's just such an. Everybody's in Texas. All right. Everybody is. Let's yeah. see what we got. All right. Can hey. you hear me now? Yes, I can. All right. Where are you from? Hello. Yes. Hello. Are you there? Can you hear us? Oh yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. What state are you from? Uh, Baltimore. I'm sorry? Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. 443's in yeah. Maryland, huh? All right. Well, now we know. Yeah, okay, cool. It's a cell phone. For the next one. What's your question? I have a question. Now, I've been following y'all for years. And um, my question is, I'm, I'm chasing a hot slash vibration at the speeds of 30 to 45, I had a real bad hop in the front, but then I could run out of it at like 61 miles an hour. So I got alignment, and it took away the hop at the low speed. But now I'm getting that same hop at like 57 to 61, and I can't run out of it no more. Okay, let's let's talk about... Where do you feel the hop at? Do you feel it in your seat and feet, or do you feel it yeah. in the steering wheel? I feel I feel the hop in my seat, and my feet and my hood literally be okay. Like jumping up All right, to so okay, so it's a driveline vibration. It's not in the front end of the truck. Um, what kind of a truck are you talking about? Uh, Freightliner FLD 120. Okay, so a tandem drive axle truck, right? Yeah. Are you running super singles or duals? Yeah, super singles. You are running super singles. 
Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it could be a tire issue. It could be a driveline vibration caused by pinion angles. How old a truck is this? This is a 2001 Freightliner. A lot of things could have happened to it at this point. <clears throat> the first thing I would suggest, you said you've already had an alignment, and that changed the vibration and set it up to a certain speed, right? Uh, yes, it set it up to a certain speed on it. Okay. What I would do if I was you, the next thing would be I would put the truck up on jack stands so that the four where the U-bolts are are sitting on jack stands and the wheels are in the air. And then I would rotate the tire slowly and take all the rocks out. And then I would run it up to speed on the jack stands and see if you can see any of the wheels jumping up and down and if that's where the vibration's coming from. Okay. That makes sense? Uh, all right. Yes, yes, that makes sense. I was, um, because I used to run Yokohama RY617s all the way around mm -hmm. the last over almost a year ago, and it it had rolled like a Rolls Royce before that. When I switched over to the Super Singles, it rolled pretty good, but I don't know so the, like what happened so the, in between. So this, this vibration started when you switched to the Super Singles then? Um, no, not right away. It didn't right start away. right away okay. when I switched over to the Super Singles. And none of the tires are weighing uneven or funny or any riverware or anything like that. I just have that bounce at, at the yeah. speed, you know? Yeah, if one of those tires has a heavy spot in it, or right. if those wide tires are slightly out of round for some reason, right. it can cause a bounce like that. Now, I'm assuming this bounce, you feel like the truck is jumping front to back and not swaying side to side. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I would I would put it up on jack stands and run it up to speed and see what happens. Now, the second choice, there is another choice in this. If you have a friend, a good friend, who has a set of dual wheels on his truck that you could park next to each other, and you borrow all of his tires and rims and put them on your truck and just go for a test drive, and if the vibration and the bounce is gone, you know it's in your tires and rims then. Okay. And is there any way I can use the runout gauge to see if anything You can, off? yes. Yeah, you can use a runout gauge against the tread of the tire and rotate the tire and see how much runout there is. And, and oftentimes that will find it. But the problem sometimes, particularly if it's a tire distortion, is when you reach a certain speed and the centrifugal force is pulling on the tire, the tire actually gets around out of round at high speeds and is not out of round when it's not spinning. Yeah. Okay. All right. Could be, could All right, be either I'm one of those. All right. I think I'm going to I'm going to try that and um and see if that works and I hopefully it do because. You know, it was riding fine, and then all of a sudden it just started that. And I just, even though it's a slight bounce and vibration, I just don't like the feeling of it. I don't blame you. I'd, I'd nope. try to find out what it is, too. Yep. All right, thank okay, you buddy? very much. All right. You thanks. Have a great day. Maryland. So we started That's on right. the East Coast. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, these are the early colors. <clears throat> Get to the West Coast later. Oh, is that what happened? That, when that, the sun moves over there, the change? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. 
So what's the next one then? Well, the next one is the 321 area code. 321. 321. Uh, <laughs> Ohio. Oh, I was going to go Pennsylvania. Just Okay, we'll try those two. Stick today. with this East Coast idea. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are terrible. You guys are That's terrible cool. at this game. You couldn't be any further from where I really am from. Where are you at? Where are you at? Well, 321, I'll give you just a little bit of history on this. 321 is from NASA, as in countdown. 3, 2, 1. Oh, so, so do you Houston. have a new guess as to where I live? Houston? Or Cape Houston. Canaveral? Houston. Or Cape Canaveral. Very close to Cape Canaveral. It's called the Space Coast. Um, all of Brevard County is 321. I live in Satellite Beach, Florida. It's about Florida. 20 miles south. It's about 20 miles south of Cape Canaveral. Okay. That's, that's nice country. You don't have very many mountain views down there, though. No, we don't have any mountain views down there whatsoever, except for one, actually. I'm sorry. At Disney World, there's a place called Space Mountain, and that's a mountain uh, yeah, view. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the highest thing out there is the overpass over the internet. <laughs> this is true. Okay. What you got? Well, I am the gentleman that you've been talking to this week, Mike, on uh, Facebook with those pictures, my right front ah, spear yes. tire. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how much of this story you want to go over right now, but... Well, have you tested anything? Well, TA in Florida here, I had them flip Mm -hmm. that tire around so I could save it a little bit, and Mm -hmm. they put a straight edge on the wheel on the tire like you were talking about to test for the caster, and it was... Straight. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was straight. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like the wheel is tilted out at the at the base and in at the top. It does not look like, or actually, that's backwards. But it doesn't look like that was the situation like we were talking about earlier this week. Okay, so we don't have to worry about camera, so, which is the issue if it is right. really wrong. So the right. next thing, which is what I just read, is is the rim right. got a problem? So, I mean, we just did a visual inspection. We didn't do any, you know, we didn't test it by measuring it or anything like that. It's an aluminum wheel. Um, I guess there's still that possibility, so we're going to have to do that test like you were talking about. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Like I said, visually, the wheel does not look like it's been curved or anything in that area. When the rims start going bad, they don't, you can't see it. You have to measure it or you have to roll them on the floor. So when you finally take that tire off, I wouldn't do it before then because you know the tire's pretty well gone anyway. Before I found another tire on it. Yeah, I would I would roll the tire, roll the rim and see if it rolls straight or not. Okay, we can definitely do that. Right, but you said there was no feathered wear on that tire, right? There's no feathered wear on that tire, and they're never. I mean, I've I put these tires on; they have fifty six thousand miles on them, and I had the MD alignment done immediately after I put them on, 
and there's never been anywhere feathered wear on either of the spheres. I mean, all the okay. tires are wearing great except for that one. So, well, it's either we're gonna have to blame the tire, or we're gonna have to blame the rim. And right. How old? Is, how old are the rims? That I do not know. I mean, the truck is a 2007. The truck's a 2007, so I'm assuming the wheels are original. I've got, you know, right. six aluminum and four steel. So, yeah, they're probably the original rims, so they've got eight years right. on them. Right. They're out of warranty. Right. Um, it could be a rim, and, and this would be an interesting one to follow through and let me know what you find it. But Especially since it happens okay. to be the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that Continental oh, Tire, I mean, I've talked with other guys that said they've had, or a couple of other shops that said that they've seen this same kind of odd wear, and they couldn't figure out why. So, a couple other people have had Continental Tires that had the same kind of wear? This week, I talked to a, a, a friend shop that I was talking to them about some springs and stuff like that, and they, they asked me which tire I had, and when I told them it was the HSL2 Eco Plus, he said that he had just looked at the exact same tire with the exact same type of wear on the outside edge like that oh, um, within the last week. I do a lot of work with Continental. And what I would like you to do then, on that Facebook page you've been texting me, I want you to find yeah. the DOT number on the side of that tire. And okay. I'll either take a picture of it or write all the information down and send that to me, and I will contact my people at Continental and see if they know anything about those batches, because they're built in batches and okay. date codes there. If there's anything there we should look at that they would know about, okay? And that's what this guy at the front end shop was saying was it could be a bad tire. He said that that's pretty much what they came to on the last one that he looked at was a bad tire for sure. So They're field engineering people, so this should be real interesting. Well, I got a couple okay. of comments. First off, hearing a front end shop say that the tire could have a problem is <laughs> Yeah, that's a real surprise, right? But but second, yeah. should I should I say note where the DOT patch is on which side of the tire? It doesn't matter what side of the tire it's on. Okay. That's that's bogus. Okay. If they have a problem with their mold, right. that would put it on one side or the other, but they would know it by the DOT number. Surely they know. So, so what I really need is the just the DOT number, because from that, they'll know exactly which tire it is, when it was built, okay. where it was built. And if they're having any batch problems with it, they can let me know. Yeah. Okay. I will see if I okay. can find that first thing in the morning, and I'll get that put up there. You have yourself a good day, then. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. So we blew the first two. Well, but. This one was on the East Coast. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. I'll buy a little bit of that. What <laughs> What do we got for the next guess? 757. 757. 757. I, I, I don't think that's the area code for uh, Boeing's. Well, that was where I was going. I was going to pick Washington. I don't. Yeah, you can go with that. <laughs> but I, I think that's... Uh, I don't think it's, it might be 360 that far, but I think it's another one. Okay, what are you going to pick? Oh, well, Texas, because everybody's, everybody's from Texas. Texas. Not so far tonight. Let's see what happens. <laughs> okay, let's find out. Uh, this is Mike. I'll give are you guys you there? a hint. Yeah, I'll give you guys now, a hint. It's another, another East Coast. 
another East Coast. All right. That's right. <laughs> seven five seven. Okay, I'll go to Carolina. Okay, Virginia. <laughs> it, it's Virginia. Well, I'm from Virginia Beach. It is Virginia. All right. Well, yep. Was... You get a half a point for that. Half, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do for you? Uh, I was wondering if you guys have heard anything about those new Firestone tires, uh, particularly the FS591, I think is a steer tire. We haven't heard anything bad about them. Uh, okay. Firestone was owned by Bridgestone. And and Dunlop is owned by Goodyear, and BF Goodrich is owned by Michelin, and, and General is owned by Continental. All of those are second-tier lines for their primary tire. And what they do right. is when they bring out a new tire in the Bridgestone line, they typically will take the molds, move them down to their second line, which is Firestone, rename them to something else, and continue running that mold design and the tread design. And generally, the Firestone tires perform pretty darn good, so I, I really have no complaint about it. Okay, because they're saying they're supposed to be, they're saying they're supposed to be lower rolling resistance, but they're they're not putting out any actual numbers on them. Well, I don't follow rolling resistance. That's that's not something that I concern myself. I worry about does the tire wear flat? Does the tire handle good? Does the casing stand up? Those are the areas that I worry about. Gotcha. And and I don't have any real problems. So I'd say if you get a good price on them, buy them. Okay. Well, that's not all I need then. I appreciate it. Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. Uh, You do the same. Okay. Let's see. You got to type something in there, don't you? All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Are we all right? What do we got? 731. Here you go. The last one was 757. It was in Virginia. 731. I'm really lousy at this today. I'm not up on my game at all. I haven't hit anything right yet, have I? Had three straight East Coast. I got to go west. Go Arizona. West. Arizona. Okay. I'll go Midwest. Illinois. Illinois. Okay. All right. all right. Can you hear me now? Yes. You are awful at this game today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, y'all. I'm glad y'all are into alignments. And tire wear issues because y'all suck at area codes. <laughs> so you're from Jamaica. See. <laughs> no, it's West Tennessee. Tennessee, did you West, say? Yep, West Tennessee. You said right around Jackson. Oh, okay. Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Okay. Very good. Well, what can we do for well, you? Well, I've got a. Uh, uh, I bought one of the uh, Kevin Rutherford signature trailers from a guy. He had passed away. And uh, so the trailer has tire wear issues on the inside. It's got X1 uh, XTA super singles on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tires have already been flipped. I've got like 8 30 seconds to 9 30 seconds in the center. But mm-hmm. on the very inside edge, they are just wearing plumb off. I mean, just gone. Okay. Uh, okay. I Flipped them when I got the trailer, and that was three months ago. I hadn't even got probably twenty five, thirty thousand miles on it since then, and I'm right. fixing to put tires on it. Okay, let's talk about what wears the inside edge of the tire, or if there's duels, it's the inside edge of the inside tire. Okay. Okay. It's one of two things: either the wheel bearings are loose, 
or the axle is flexing too much when you go over bumps. Those are the two things that take the inside off of the tire. Now, there is one axle that is worse at that than any other axle in the market, and it's the Hendrickson large diameter axle on the Intrax or Vantrax suspension. Now, I don't know what suspension's underneath that, that trailer. Do you? Meritor. It's a Meritor. Okay, good. Yeah. Because Meritor, they don't make a too light a suspension. All right. Now, the second question I've got, there are zero offset rims and two-inch offset rims. And I don't know which rims they were putting on those. Do you know? Okay. What I know right now is, is a trailer come new from a factory, I think, with two-inch offsets or 2% offsets. Yeah, 2% offsets. I think that's how it is. Now it's got offset. zero offsets. Now it's got zeros. Did the yeah, tires... Yeah, the guy was... The guy was having the same problem as he's got as the trailer's got now. He was trying to cure it with putting zero offsets on it. Okay. I did the rim, Did the tires start off on the two inch offset rims? No. These are like the third or fourth set. This trailer was made in the uh, 2013, so I mean it's not very old. So it's like the third or fourth fifth set of tires that's been on this trailer. Okay. All right. So if we don't have two-inch offset rims and we don't have the Hendrickson axle, then I have to say I think the wheel bearings are loose. Yep. Okay. okay. I, I heard you mention a couple of weeks ago about the wheel bearings, and that's what I was talking about. I was thinking it might be wheel bearings myself, and you had a uh-huh. different procedure because it does have the Stemco Pro Torque nuts on it. It does have Pro Torque. That's good. I like Pro Torque. Okay. Me too. The simple, the simple way to do this, is you jack up the wheel one at a time, take the oil cap off, take the lock ring out of the Pro Torque nut, set set your torque wrench at 90 foot-pounds. Tighten it until you reach 90, put the lock ring back in it, put it back together, put the oil back in it. Now, if, if you have to turn the nut more than a quarter of a turn when you're trying to get to the 90 foot-pounds, the bearing's loose. If you don't have to turn it hardly at all, the bearing's tight. All right. I'm going to be willing to bet that probably the bearings are a little loose on it then. It's got the bearings and all that good stuff in it too, so. Yeah. Now, Usually when I find these and I turn it, it'll, it'll turn anywhere from quarter to three quarters of a turn before it clicks. Yep. Okay. It's very common. And they, they get loose. And even though you've got the pro torque, over some period of time, it will still come loose. Yeah, they never get tighter. They get looser. But yeah. So that's where I would start and try that. Okay? All right. Well, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. No problem, buddy. We'll try that out. Have a great day. All right. I'll see you. Thanks. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was that was Western Tennessee, uh, yes. Jackson, Tennessee. You didn't put anything in there. Did it say Tennessee or Tennessee? Tennessee. I'm pretty sure. Well, it was in Ohio or Pennsylvania. Broke up just a little bit, right? He was breaking up, but that's one of the problems with this uh, this yeah, internet program. If they, if they didn't have it, we wouldn't be talking to them. Anymore. That's true, and somebody would charge us yeah. for it. Yeah. What do we got here? Well, we got the 989 here. 989? We're getting all these ones that I've never heard of. How can that happen? What's the matter with a good 515? 
<laughs> or a 505. I know those two. I don't know 505. 505's New Mexico. Uh, I don't know why I know it, but I do. Because there's like one area code in New Mexico. I called one guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, 989? 989. Oh, jeez. Oh, where everybody's been calling You pick from. one. You pick one. I'm going to stick with uh, that. You're going to go with Indiana? Indiana. I'm going to go with uh, North Dakota. North Dakota. Way out there. All right. All right. Well, let's see what happens. Hello there, 989. Hey, I'll give it to the guy that said north, but it's northern Michigan. Northern Michigan. <laughs> I was north. <laughs> you know, see? Getting closer. You guys are getting better all the time. Sure we are. So what's up? Well, here's what I'm looking at. I'm contemplating uh, pulling my front drive axle out and putting a lift axle in. Yep, yep. How does that affect my alignment when I do that? Well, the rear driver, when we align them, we always aim the rear driver slightly to the right. And when you have a front drive axle, we aim it slightly to the left, just a little bit. But when you only have a single drive axle, we want to aim it slightly to the right so that it will push the truck to the left and hold you against the crown of the road. But the second axle now is a dead axle, just right. a load-bearing axle. It has no drive in it. And in that case, you match it to the other drive axle as close as you can get it. So both of them should be aimed to the right. Okay, so if I take, if I take my truck into row and have them do this, they should know mm -hmm. exactly how to set everything up. Well, I, you I would hope so, but... You take it to yeah, well, I yeah, I had Chad do my alignment uh, three years ago, and I'm still getting great tire wear. But uh -huh. uh, the other then, question then, I got is yeah, just well, have I, them pull it out, put it in and and square it up with the other driver and let her rock. Yeah, they can they can just tram it to the other driver. That that's simple. It should be okay. Yep. Okay. Um, now the only problem I'm having is today I lifted up my front axle and pulled over a scale with it. And bobtailing, I was uh, thirteen two something on my steer. Well, you're breaking up pretty good right now. Your question, oh. I understand, is if you lift your drive axle, are you going to have load problems over the scale? Yeah, yeah. Cause, well, I took it and weighed it today. I I uh, lifted my front axle and uh, went over the scales, and I was at thirteen two something on my steers. Oh. So you're worried about getting a little too heavy on the steers. Well, a simple yeah. solution for that is just put H-rated tires on your steers and then don't worry about it. Well, my steer axle is only rated 12,000. I'm sorry. The steer axle is only rated for... Yeah, but the DOT guys don't know how to look at that. They'll just look at the tires. Oh, so should I scratch it off of my door then so they can't read it on the door? Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. I talked to some of the DOT guys, and they just, they just ignore what's in the door because so many trucks are modified, different axles have been put on and stuff. What they do is they look at the tires. If the tire says it can okay. carry the weight, they just kind of walk away from it. Okay. All right? So I, I can feel comfortable doing that then. I would think you'd be okay. Well, what, which uh, axle is it that's on the front of this thing? Is it that Hendrickson or is it a, an Ivy? On my, uh, it's a Kenworth T600 07. I'm not sure exactly which one it is, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I got uh, disc brakes on my steer. 
Yeah, you got an IB maxle in front of a T six hundred. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. All right, buddy. And, okay. All right, and uh, no problems with going with that forward left axle then. No, I've got several people who've done it. And they're very happy with them. Yep. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You betcha. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Okay. Well, well, we did pretty good there. All right. So, how long have we been on the air? Half hour into this thing. We're a half we're... hour in. And we've got uh, no more questions. Oh, somebody's got to have a question or a comment out there. Just push one on your phone, and we'll talk to you about something. Maybe you want to talk about uh, about uh, your wife. No, we, we no, don't want to talk do about not. Do No, do not. not. That is not a good thing. Okay. No family matters. How about their dog? No. Can we talk about their dogs? Dogs? Sure. Uh, yeah, I, sure. I know a lot about dogs. Do you feed them and you clean up after them? <laughs> you have your kids clean up after them. Yeah, kids. That's that's good. All right, we got a couple of questions here. Let's calls. What, where, where's this guy from? Seven four zero. Oh, that's California. Okay, I thought it was Ohio, but I'll take California. Okay. That's are you there? Seven four zero. Seven four zero is Ohio. 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 You were right. I got one. Yeah, yeah he got lucky. What's up, buddy? That, uh, Mike, um, I was at CMC a couple years ago and. Uh, Learn a lot from your uh, seminar you did there. But I have uh-huh. a weird tire issue with my, my 2015 truck. I'm hoping you can help me figure out where to go with it. Um, this is a 2015 Cascadia. Um, it's got 100,000 miles on it on the, the regular t- the tires that came out of the factory, and they're good years. Mm-hmm. And I've got a little bit of river wear starting on the outer edge of the tire. Um, but it's only in like a four foot section of the rib. The rest of the tire is fine. Bridgestones? Yes. Or no, they're good years. <laughs> Those are good years. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. The three three ninety nine or the three ninety five? Uh, let me look for you. Okay. Um, three ninety nine A LHF. I'm sorry. Three. 399A LHS. Okay. And on the sidewall, does it say it wants 123 PSI or 110? 110. 110. Okay. And how much are you running? 110. Okay. You're underinflated. That tire needs an additional 10 pounds of pressure. If you're running twelve thousand, if you're running twelve thousand pounds on the axle, each tire is carrying six, and that tire is rated right. to carry six. The problem is when you step on the brakes, how much weight's on that steer axle then? Right. Okay. So you need more okay. air in the steer axle. Okay. How much more? Like one twenty in the steer? Ten. Ten pounds. I, I, if it says one ten, I want you at one twenty. Okay. Okay. Also uh, I've, just never, I've just never seen a tire do that in one particular section of the tire and the rest of it be in yeah. perfect wear. Well, because I don't no... have any, any other weird tire wear issues anywhere else around the truck, and it doesn't have any, any handling issues. Right. right. But what happens is when you step on the brake, the tire starts building up resistance and pressure, and then it releases the pressure and then it builds it up again, and then it releases again. And when it releases, that's when it starts cupping, and it only do it in one spot. Huh. So, okay. especially, now, 
there, there's also, I mean, there's so many possible causes too. Cupping. Yeah, we could have a loose wheel bearing. Yeah, there, there could be. Yeah, there could be a, a, a bad spot in the race. There could be all sorts of different things that could happen. But we know you're underinflated. So let's take care of what we know is wrong to begin with. Right. Okay. Uh, one more question. I remember you talking about how you do the um, the wheel bearing adjustment. But I don't yes. remember how it goes, so I was wondering if you could explain it to me real quick. Okay, well, it depends on whether you have two nuts in the wheel or a single nut in the wheel. And it depends single. on whether you have the wheels on when you're making the adjustment or the wheels off when you're making adjustment. But let's okay. say you just jacked, jacked your truck up, and let's say the wheels were still on it and you just wanted to adjust them. Mm-hmm. With a sing, single steer tire on or not duals, I would... Okay. I would tighten it on a dual nut system. The inner nut needs to be tightened up to 35 foot-pounds and don't back it off and then jam the outer nut down. If it had a single nut in there, I would tighten it to 50 foot-pounds and don't back it off. All I'm doing is snugging up. I didn't tear anything apart. I didn't replace the bearings. All I'm doing is adjusting it up. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank you very much, Mike. Problem. You have yourself a great day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye bye. Yep. And he was from where? Ohio. Ohio. And you got that one right? I did get one right. I don't think that's right. I've actually. I think there have been a few callers <coughs> from the 740 area code, so I've gotten yeah. them right. So you Im- impregnate that in your mind. It takes a number of calls. Embedded. All right. Okay. What's our other one there? We got another so one. The next one. And the only one we have right now is the 717 area code. I'm going to go with Wisconsin. There's Ohio. We haven't had anything east of western Tennessee. Huh? West, west of western Tennessee. No, we, we haven't. Anything west of no. western Tennessee. We keep guessing it, but we keep missing it. So I'm going to go with Missouri. Okay, you go Missouri. I'm going to go Wisconsin. All right. Can you hear me hey, now? Yes, sir. Would it help you out if I told you 443 is my neighbor? 443 is your neighbor. Um, I don't know what 443 is. I don't know that one either. Was that something that called earlier? Yeah, the first one. Uh, (laughs) All right, so we've got an East Coast show tonight. Another East Coast show, yeah. Okay. What's up, buddy? Uh, I'm Central PA, by the way. But uh, I was over in Louisville, and I had some river wear on 399A, like the previous caller. And uh, I, I went out and I saw Chad and I had him uh, align my truck. And I also got rid of the 399s and I, I went with the Michelin tire, the XGA3. And he told me, go ahead and pump them up to 120, minimum, uh-huh. all the time, uh-huh. cold pressure. And right. when I go to shops, I'm having a lot of people look at me like, it says 110 on the tire. You shouldn't put that much in there. You're overinflating them. And, uh-huh. and, I mean, I've had somebody snarl me go, well, it's your truck, and he stomped off. And I went out and I checked later, and he didn't put the 120, and I had asked for it to do it myself. And uh, I just wanted to put that out there, that, that a lot of shops either aren't inflating them correctly, even if you ask them, or, uh, you, you know, there, there's just a whole lot of pushback. Everybody's telling me, I run my steers at 100. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's a misconception that what's printed on the side of the tire is the maximum pressure. In fact, it is the minimum pressure for that load. And it's a continuing education problem that we go through trying to make people understand, put more air in those steer tires. 
Well, here's my question for you. Should I leave my drives at what it says on the side, or should I also uh, pump them up to 120? No, 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 no. The steer tires are carrying 6,000 pounds apiece. They need 120. Your drive okay. tires fully loaded. You're only carrying 4,200 pounds on each drive tire. They're carrying 50% less weight than the steer is, okay? 100 pounds in the rears is plenty because they only require a minimum of 75. So you're already overinflating those at 100 pounds by 33%. So just to get an extra 10% in the steer tire shouldn't be an issue based on the look. Okay, so should I, should I, here's my, let me ask a follow-up. Should I pitch my 110-pound crossfires and replace them with 100-pound crossfires? Or should I just go with something like the uh, electronic tire pressuring mining system and keep them all even? Oh, uh, you have an automatic inflation system then? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, it's not so much. It's the, the crossfire. Uh, it, it'll balance them. It'll balance yeah. the pairs, but it doesn't actually Nothing. draw. It's not like the Meritor system that draws off your air pressure if you go low. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the crossfire or a cat's eye. And if it's set at 100 pounds, that's great. I love it. Go ahead and keep running all your duels on cat's eyes or crossfires. The only place yeah. that I complain about it is on the steer. Yeah. Okay. You've got it on the steer. No, you don't have crossfires on the steer. No, it's just on the duel. No, the crossfire is a single tire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? okay. All right. Thanks very much. Yeah, so, Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. Right. You too. East Coast show. Yeah, we how, have how had you... a full East Coast show. We're it at, has been uh, that way. 40, we're at uh, like 18 minutes left. we got 18 minutes left. Does anybody else want to say a comment or complaint or tell us that we don't know what we're talking about? Well, or we don't know we'd be glad to talk to you. We may not listen. We may not agree with you, but we'll talk to you. We do, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who's this? Who's this? You're not going to get this one at all. I'm not. No, this is the 760 area. Oh, that is California. That is. South I know California. that one because my mommy lives. lives there. Your mother lives there. My mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. How you doing? Good goes well. And how is Southern California? You know what? I'm on the 15 freeway getting ready to climb up the hill to Victorville, and I'm doing about five miles an hour, so it's typical. <laughs> Yeah, that's typical. No doubt about it. What can we do you for? I had a question for you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an appraiser. That's all I do is uh, heavy equipment, uh, do the uh, physical damage claims, and also do uh, the cargo theft claims and all that stuff. And I, I get this big thing where I, I write these trucks up. They go in the shop. And, you know, everybody that goes in, of course, they all want a three-axle alignment, even if it's just a dent in the door. I, under, I understand the, the, the mentality. And, and I'd love to help them out. I can't. But I got this big problem, where, especially with the theft recoveries, where these people want to put these Ling Long tires on there, these Chinese tires. And, and, oh, Chinese. And, and what's, your, what's your opinion on, the, on the, these Chinese tires for these guys? Okay, here's, here's my official position on Chinese tires. If you want to reduce irregular wear in your fleet, buy Chinese tires. They blow out every two weeks. There's no irregular wear. Well, see, I think that answers it. <laughs> now, there's, there's, there's a couple of people that I've talked to who are saying, like, with double coins, they're starting to get better results. Now, but, there's a couple specific brands that are trying to build up a good reputation. Yeah. But... None of them have had the R&D development and the 50, 60, 80 years worth of experience on radial tires that it takes 
to build a good one that will be durable. What they do is they go out and they copy the tread design, they build a tire, and they think they're okay, and most of them won't stand up at all. Really? Yeah. There's a long learning what? curve ahead for these. You had made a comment a few weeks ago, I was listening to you, and it was about the uh, when you look at the back of a truck, the position of the airbags, and you can tell whether something needs to be adjusted. What was that? I, I couldn't remember what it was. If you got a Freightliner with a Freightliner air ride, and you stand behind the truck, and the two airbags don't look vertical, they look like the bottoms are tilted toward each other, that tells me the U-bolts are loose. That's what Automatic. Okay. Now, the other thing you can do at the know. back of a truck, if, if you're standing 20, 30 feet behind, particularly as an adjuster like you are, is if the truck is sitting on relatively flat ground and the cab body is leading to the right or to the left, and you can see that it's leaning, and you compare that visual picture with the back member at the tail end of the truck where the brake lights are, if that cross member is tilted the same way the cab is, you've got a soft leaf spring. If the cross member's tilted the opposite direction from the cab, you've got a twisted frame. Wow. That's good to know. Well, I tell you what, you're a wealth of information. I I, I love listening to you because I learn something every time I listen to you. And same thing with Kevin. I mean, it's just amazing. I've always said I've never been a truck driver, but these truck drivers are some of the hardest working people out there, and and I I couldn't do the job that they do. uh, in, In closing, I'd love to say that uh, and I'm, I'm going to send it, Kevin an email is one of the biggest problems that I have is, as, a, as an appraiser and adjuster is a lot of guys don't understand or know the insurance policy, the provisions in it, especially with it, when it goes to car, when it relates to cargo, and then all of a sudden they have a loss and they're standing there with their thumb up their butt thinking, oh crap, what am I going to do now? So it's really, uh, really important that the, uh, especially the Johnny One Trucks, understand and know their insurance policy and what they can and can't do because it, it, it's so important. It's the unintended cargo. You pick, We have these guys in California that pick up a load of TVs and, and it's going to Texas and they park it overnight in, in Compton and they come back and it's gone. Then all of a sudden they find out that they, uh, if their tractor or trailer was unattended for more than an hour, they don't have any cargo coverage. And, and they didn't right. know it. Their, their insurance broker didn't tell them. So the, the suggestion I have to these guys is understand your policy, know what it is, know what it says, know what you're covered for and what you are not covered for. Closing, I'd love to say, like to say thank you so much. It's, it's awesome listening to you. You do a great job. Thank you, sir. We're always glad to help, and I couldn't do a truck driver's job because there's too much out there, and I'm too stupid. But I understand tires. There you go. Thank you, sir. You, you have a great day. Know. All you right. Too. Hey, thanks for coming. All right. Okay. Well, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah. All right, we got a couple more people who want to talk to us. And you got that one right. Yeah, I did, but that was easy because my mommy lives there. Now, who's this? Five one two. Five one two. Oh my goodness, another one I don't know. Um, it's not a surprise anymore. It is. I'm going to try Idaho. I haven't tried Idaho okay. before. I was going to go with Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. I can hear you. I'm. I'm from Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. We finally got a Texan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I was up there at the CMC, and like that gentleman before the last caller, uh, Chad had told me to air up all of my tires to uh, 120. Right. But I just heard you say that on the drive, put them at 100. Is that correct? 100 is plenty. 
Now, many of the people at the CMC have gone to 120 on the drives, not necessarily okay. to get tire wear. They do it to get more rolling performance and better fuel economy. So, okay. But that's not, okay. a, that's not a deal in tire life and tire handling. And 100 is plenty for the tire as far as that goes. But if you want better fuel economy, more air is more fuel economy. Okay, that was my question right there. Uh, I do appreciate it, and it, it was great seeing you uh, give your instruction on the alignment. I really learned a lot. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You have yourself a great day and drive safe. Oh, by the way, how are Thank you water you. you got You got flippers and snorkel with your, in your truck? <laughs> well, I don't got slippers or snorkels, but I do got two balloons on the side of my tractor and my trailer so I can float down the water. All right. <laughs> I knew we were doing something here. <laughs> yeah. It's been raining right. like crazy over here, man. We're about tired of it. Well, I'm glad okay. it's down there because I can't swim. I hear you. Y'all have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was good. Yep. That was good. Um, we, got, we do have another one. We do it. Okay. Uh, we got ten minutes left. What do we got? What do we got? What's what's here? It's the seven three two. Seven thirty two. Seven thirty two. Uh, where are you? Oh no, that was a cop car. What do you think? Uh, I was going to go with uh, Colorado. Just I'm going to go with Jamaica. Jamaica. I got to do yeah, Jamaica we're, we're once. Going way out there. Yeah. All right. If he's driving here from Jamaica, I can't hear him. No, that's because it's still training. Okay. Oh, there it is. Are you from Jamaica? Are you, are you ready? Are you, Pardon me? Are you sure you can can you hear me? I hear you now. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if your brains are working, but seven three two is east coast as you can get. It's New Jersey. 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 Okay. All right. That's right. definitely east coast. Right. Yeah, it is. So up, you buddy? guys are sitting there talking, having a good time, and you're giving us information, and now you made me go out and double-check my tires. Uh-huh. So I've got Yokohama RY617s on my steers. Right. And when I when I had them put on, I asked the guy, or the guy asked me, what do you want the tire pressure at? And I told him, what does it say on the tire? It says 110. Let's put 110. Mm-hmm. But now you're, you were talking to that other gentleman about airing them up to 120, uh, that was another brand of tire. But same thing here. Do you recommend 120 on the steers? I recommend 10 pounds over whatever the sidewall says on every steer tire. The, okay. Especially, the, you know, that, that ROI 617, that one, it suffers if you've got just a little low pressure. Yeah, it'll start cupping in the middle of the tire. So you really okay. want high pressure on Okay, and my second point now, you, you mentioned Chinese tires. Now, mm-hmm. I've always been against buying Chinese tires myself, but I needed a set of trailer tires, and I couldn't find the Firestones I was looking for. Apparently, they don't make that particular tire. It was a FT455, mm. and uh, a buddy of mine was using double coins, so I looked into mm-hmm. the double coins, and they are extremely cheap and like mm-hmm. you say you know yeah they never wear out because they blow up but uh is that what you've been finding you're finding a lot of them blowing up on uh 
double coin trailer tires. Seen them blowing up. I'm I'm using that facetiously because yes, but what I, they, I do, know, but you're, they do tend yeah, to wear irregular, and so finding one that'll run good is hard. But I have heard good things from some people who have been using double coins. So if I couldn't find what else I wanted, I'd I'd be tempted to try a set of those on my trailer and see what they do. Yeah, I mean the price is $140 cheaper than the next tire in yeah. line. So yeah, it, you know, and the shop that I bought them from, they didn't recommend putting them on the steer. They said that guys have used them on the drives and like them, and they said on the trailer they're having good luck. So I figured let me give them a shout and you know try them out. I would I would give them a try, and and that's exactly the same problem we have with a lot of brands of tires. 10, 15 years ago. They could make a pretty good drive tire. They could make a decent trailer tire, but making a steer tire is really, really tough. And it takes a lot of experience and a lot of testing to figure out how to do it right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Now, since you've probably got another five minutes, did you want me to talk about my wife a little bit? No, I don't. I don't want to. I want to talk about your girlfriend. <laughs> well, if you want to talk or, or about my girlfriend, we'd have to start a whole other show. But I could talk five minutes about my <laughs> wife. Another show. Want. That's great. All I'll right, tell, buddy. I, will I, you... Go ahead. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a quick one, really, about my wife. My wife feels that if you got to put new tires on a car, it's time for a new car. Because her philosophy <laughs> is if the tires are wearing out, so is the rest of the car. Well, in a car, you might be able to do that and say, okay, because I get, I get 80,000, 90,000 miles out of, a, out of tires on my car. Uh, and about that time, yeah, I'm ready to get rid of that car. But a truck, yeah. you run those a whole lot longer. Right. All right, gentlemen, thanks very much. I appreciate your help. Pleasure. You have a great evening. All right. All right. That was cool. Yep. <laughs> that was cool. What do we got? We got nothing else. We got nothing else? Uh, we got about five minutes left. We could call it earlier. We could... Uh... Just wait for one other person to. What did What did we learn today? Anything special? Well, uh, we learned that the three two one area code <laughs> is right there at Cape Canaveral. <laughs> we learned that the uh, I think it was the four four three mm-hmm. is Baltimore, mm-hmm. and its neighbor is seven one five. Seven one five. Seven one seven. Yeah, one of them. Oh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember this. Yeah, I've already forgotten. It's been five minutes. What do I know? <laughs> I have enough trouble remembering about tires. What, you know, what's that Yokohama one? Is that 667 or 617? 617. It's one of those. It doesn't matter. Did you spend a lot of money on it? That's the one. That's the one. Folks, I want to thank you for listening. We've had a good time. We'll do this again next week. And as I said, they're supposed to be releasing these podcasts that we've been recording for the last few weeks. So watch for the announcements and listen in. Let us know what you think. Have a great week. All right. Thanks for calling. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.